Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org. That's my prophetic family, and you are officially invited to get ignited. We're doing Q&A time. We're doing prophetic exercises. We are prophesying and we are interpreting dreams. This could be the community that you need to go deeper in prophetic. It's great to get the teachings, but you need the hands-on experience. Come on over, get ignited, ignitenow.org. Or guys, I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here, and I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. The word works. You've got two different opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages. Catch that relevant every week. 1047 AM service is a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. You can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. If you're not in the region, well, you should move here as soon as you can because we're running out of space. But you can also watch online, ahop.online. 163 nations are watching. Yours could be next. There's only 195 nations in the world. Come on. Be become a web church member and go deeper with us with our virtual life group, virtual prayer line, virtual pastoral care, virtual healing rooms, virtual prophecy rooms. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Visit ahop.online slash web church and get official today. That second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. We're going deeper into the, 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 the mysteries of God. Our current series is severing the roots of rejection. You can join us at 1.30 p.m. if you're in the region or watch online on demand, schoolofthespirit.tv. The 4 p.m. service, also a school, and we're equipping you all day. Get involved, amen. Today's devotion is from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. This was my first devotional. This was the original devotional, and uh, we're gonna check that out today. Today's devotion titled, your weakness does not disappoint me. Your weakness does not disappoint me. I'm going to say that one more time because somebody in the back, 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 back of the room needs to hear this. Your weakness does not disappoint me. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I know you feel weak on some days. Rejoice. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Your weakness does not surprise me or disappoint me. I knew that you would not always win your inner battles with temptation when I wooed you into this relationship. And the Lord says, you are a work in progress, but I see you as a masterpiece despite your failures. I see you as a winner. I see you through the eyes of love. I see you through the blood of Jesus. So call upon me to strengthen you and I will help you overcome your weaknesses. Come on. God is a helper. He wants us to walk in maximum victory. Stop beating yourself up and looking at everything that's wrong with you and start looking at the one who can make you right, who's already made you righteous in Christ. He loves you. He's for you, not against you. 
You can check out the scripture references in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever you buy books. Today's prayer starter. I'm so glad that nothing can separate me from your love. Hmm. Strengthen me in my inner man so I can resist all the temptations of the evil one. And help me see myself the way you see me. Complete in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we're so, so grateful. We're so grateful. We thank you because your mercies, <laughs> they're new every morning. Every single day of our lives, we wake up to a fresh outpouring of mercy. And we're so grateful. We honor you. We praise your holy name because every day we wake up to a new fountain of grace, <laughs> to a new river of truth. <laughs> we just got to step in it. We've just got to receive it. So we thank you, God, that you are able to help us even to receive that which you've given us. Apart from you, we can't do anything, but we're never apart from you. You are everywhere. You dwell on the inside of us. You are with us, for us, never against us. You are so, so good. You're a good, good father. You see our mistakes. You see our failures. And you love us anyway. You don't hang it over our heads. You don't blow it back in our face. You don't keep records of our wrong. <laughs> you choose not to remember our sin when we confess it, when we repent, when we turn away. You say you'll remember it no more. You throw it away as far as the east is from the west. It's in the sea of forgetfulness. You choose not to remember. So would you help us today? When the enemy comes tempting us to look at all the things we've done wrong, the sin, the shame, the mistakes, the, the everything that we did that grieved you, and we know that we grieved you. Would you help us when the enemy comes to throw these things in our face, to be bold enough to throw the blood in his face? Because it's by your blood. <laughs> That we have remission of sins. So when the enemy of our soul comes around with that spirit of guilt, with that spirit of shame, with that spirit of condemnation, help us, Lord, to remember in that moment of vulnerability to throw the blood in his face, ah, to throw the word in his face, <laughs> to throw your grace in his face and say, no, 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 no. God's grace is sufficient to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. God's grace is sufficient to pick me up when I fall. God's grace is sufficient. He's able to make me stand and withstand in the evil day. So I choose to lift up my shield of faith, to quench these fiery darts of shame, to quench these fiery darts of guilt, to quench these fiery darts of fear, to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. I thank you, Lord, that your mercies are new every day. <laughs> your grace is all sufficient. <laughs> your blood, it never fails. It speaks of a better thing. Come on. The blood speaks for us. Hey, I said the blood of Jesus speaks for us. Come on. Come on. Come on. The enemy is speaking to you, but the blood is speaking for you. Come on. Somebody get on the same page with me this morning. I said the enemy is speaking to you. The enemy is telling you what's wrong with you. The enemy is trying to keep you from the door called more. The enemy is lying to your face, trying to renew your mind to his curses. But the blood is speaking for you. <laughs> 
The blood of Jesus is speaking a better thing. The blood of Jesus paves a way to the blessing. The blood of Jesus paves the way to the righteousness that makes you able to go to the throne of God, the throne of grace, to find grace and mercy to help at a time of need. You can go boldly, no matter what you've done, no matter what you thought, no matter what you said, boldly to the throne of grace because of the blood. So Father, help us when the enemy of our soul tempts us to feel sorry for ourselves or condemn ourselves or think lowly of ourselves, to throw the blood in his face. The blood of Jesus speaks a better thing. We're so grateful for the blood. It cleanses us white as snow. So cleanse us even now, God, from all unrighteousness. Lord, we don't want to have any common ground with the enemy at all. We renounce every tie that binds, every lie that binds. We renounce all agreement with the enemy of our soul. Now, we choose to call him out as a liar. We will not allow, we forbid these lies from, 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 from shaping our thoughts and, 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 and informing our words and leading us into temptation. God, deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil, God. The evil seeds the enemy planted in our soul at vulnerable moments, in the moment of desperation, in the moment of the trauma, in the moment of the shock, in the moment of the pain, when we couldn't fight for ourselves, we were too weak to lift up the shield of faith. The enemy came in like a flood. But I thank you, Lord, that you raise up a standard against him, that when we are weak, you are strong. And even though we may have let the enemy come in, maybe he crept in unaware. Maybe we just didn't see him coming. We were too weak. We were too sad. We were too whatever. Lord, you saw him. And even if we're caught in the enemy's snare, you are faithful to deliver. Your arm is not too short that you can't reach down to deliver us from the snare that we walked into blindly. Even from the snare that we walked into willingly. Jesus. The snare we didn't discern because we wanted something more than we wanted your will. We convinced ourselves that, that, that the thing we wanted was your will. We didn't ask you about it <laughs> or we didn't wait for you to tell us what your will was. We wanted that thing so bad. We wanted it so much. We convinced ourselves you told us to go after it. We convinced ourselves it was your voice, your voice saying, go for it. Marry that man. <laughs> buy that car, <laughs> buy that house. You deserve it. We convinced ourselves that it was your will when it wasn't your will at all. And now we're in a mess. We're in debt. We're in a bad marriage. We're in trouble. We're sick. We're broken. We're busted. We are disgusted because we didn't discern your will. We wanted it so bad. It became an idol. We wanted that job so bad, it became an idol. We wanted that title so bad, it became an, uh, an idol. We wanted that mantle so bad, but it didn't belong to us. That car didn't belong to us. That house didn't belong to us. That spouse didn't belong to us. It was not ordained by you. That friendship didn't belong to us. It wasn't of you. It wasn't birthed by your spirit. It was birthed by our own will. God, would you forgive us and cleanse us from the unrighteousness of chasing after idols, of wanting something so bad that we convince ourselves it's your will, even when it's not.
even when you've warned us, even when you convict us, even when you tell us in the still small voice, not now, not yet. I've got something better. I've got something bigger. I've got something greater. And the Lord would say to you today, wait on me. In this season, says the Lord, I want you to learn to wait on me. For my spirit is generous and my timing is perfect, says the Lord. So do not allow the enemy of your soul to trick you, to tempt you. Do not fall into that snare of idolatry, says the Lord. For I have something greater than you could even imagine. Your eye hasn't seen it. Your ear hasn't heard it. You can't comprehend it because I am the God who does the impossible. I am the God of more than enough, and I have a perfect plan for you. So do not allow yourself to be tempted to run ahead of me, but wait upon me, says the Lord, for I am worth waiting for. Come on. He's worth waiting for. Yes. His will is worth waiting for. Yes. Come on. Somebody agree with me today. His perfect will is worth waiting for. Yes. Even if we have to wait in the wilderness, it's worth waiting for, yes? Even if we have to wait in a cave, it's worth waiting for, yes? Ask David. <laughs> he said, those who hope in the Lord will never be put to shame. All day long, I wait on you, David said. And David was successful. He had good success, amen? He never lost a battle, amen? He was prosperous in all of his ways, amen? He was called forth as a man after God's own heart, amen? Did he make mistakes? Yes, when he didn't wait on the Lord. Did he, did he experience attacks? Yes. There were consequences of former sin. That's what happened with Absalom. It was a consequence. God's mercy doesn't always do away with all the consequences. I hate to tell you that. The mercy of God and the grace of God, sometimes we still have to face consequences. But we can know without a doubt that God is working something good out of even the worst circumstance that came from a consequence that was birthed by our own poor choices. God will get you out of the mess. Give him time. I said, your God will get you out of the mess that you made, that I made. Give him time. Let's give him time. Let's wait upon the Lord. So, Father, we say yes to your heart. You are worth waiting for. <laughs> your will is worth waiting for. <laughs> your timing is worth waiting for. <laughs> the door that you have ordained for us to walk through is worth waiting for. There's nobody like you. You are worth waiting for. <laughs> so help us, Lord. Give us the grace to wait upon you. Because sometimes we get antsy. We want to make something happen. We can see the prize and we want to start running toward it. And you're saying, not yet. Wait on me. My grace does not go where I have not called you to go. So wait upon my grace, wait upon my activation, wait upon my impartation, says the Lord. Wait upon me, for I have equipment for you, says the Lord. I have supplies for you, says the Lord. I have armory for you, says the Lord. And you need what I have to go where I want you to go. So do not go in the wrong direction, says the Lord, but sit still and wait for the right direction. And you will see greater success and greater joy and greater peace and far less trauma and drama and discord and strife and disappointment and upset. 
when you wait on me and when you do it my way, you'll find a joy and a pleasure. <laughs> Even in the waiting, says the Lord. Come on, who's on the same page with God today? We will wait on you. Lord, it's not easy. Give us the grace to wait on you. Sometimes we got ants in our pants. We just want to move. We're tired of waiting. We want to see a change. We want to see something different. We have a mundane every day, in and out, same time, same place, every day, boring, boring. But Lord, help us show us that every day in Christ, every day with the Holy Spirit, it's an adventure. It's not boring. You're not boring. You're not a boring God. You're the God who parted the Red Sea. You're not a boring God. You're the God who works miracles. You're not a boring God. You're the God who manifests signs and wonders, healing power. You're not a boring God. So help us get in tune with you while we wait. Help us get in tune with you while we wait. <laughs> help us, Lord, while we wait to keep our eyes on you. You're the holy, adventurous God. You've got something new, something different every day, something awesome, something wonderful for us to see, hear, experience, dreams and visions. Nature itself is full of the glory of God. So help us, Lord, to appreciate the season that we're in right now, instead of being so antsy to get to the next place, the new place. Help us, Lord, to extract every bit of wisdom out of the now season before we enter into the next season. Help us, Lord, to learn every lesson we need to learn in the now season so that we'll be rightly prepared for the next season. Help us, Lord, to understand that our times really are in your hands and you won't let anything get away that we're supposed to have. It's reserved for us. It's preserved for us. Even amidst the enemy attacks, it's reserved for us. It's preserved for us. Nobody else is going to take what you've ordained for us. They can't. It's not marked for them. It's marked for us. So help us stop getting so upset when we see other people advancing. Help us to stop getting so upset when other people get what we want or what we think we want. Help us to trust you and know that as we wait on you, you are readying us for something that will thrill our hearts, something that is greater than what we even thought we thought we thought we wanted. <laughs> what we want more than anybody else, God, is just you. It's you. It's just you. It's all you. We want you, God. We want you more than everything, more than anything. We want you more than promotions and money and, and fame. And, 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 and we just want you, bottom line. So we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We will wait on you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, let's transition to this next segment. I decree new doors are opening. That is our next segment. I decree new doors are opening. Share this quickly, please. Get somebody else on the broadcast. Ping somebody, tag them, share a, a message. Do something because this will encourage your heart. If you're not already encouraged, you ought to already be encouraged, but we're going higher. Share this on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. Share it wherever you can. Let me get a sip of water, and we will get on board with the next segment of the broadcast. If you've shared, say, I'm ready, and let's get rolling.
Yes, Jesus. I decree new doors are opening in this season. I decree the right doors are opening in this season. I decree the wrong doors are shutting in this season. Let me read a scripture. Revelation 3, 8. Come on, it's a familiar scripture. You know the scripture. Revelation 3, verse 8. I know your works. This is Jesus talking. <laughs> this is Jesus talking. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. Wait, what? <laughs> I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. Now, here's the thing. It's before you. In other words, it's in front of you. The question is, how far in front of you is it? Do you still need to wait on the Lord? Or is it open door time? Either way, there's a door open for you. I guarantee it. You just sometimes have to wait for God to order your steps to it. Sometimes you have to fight to get to it. Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 16, 9. 1 Corinthians 16, 9. For a wide door of effective work has opened to me. And there are many adversaries. See, Paul could see the open door. Jesus said, I set before you an open door. Paul saw the open door. He saw it. I believe he discerned it. I believe he knew where it was. He could see it. He had invitations. He discerned this and that and the other. But there were many adversaries. Sometimes there's a war to go through the door. But I decree new doors are opening for you in this season. And you will not be ignorant to the devil's devices. Let me give you a little tip, a little hint. Here's a pro tip for you. Jesus is the door. What? I thought you were talking about a door to a career opportunity. I am. I thought you were talking about a door to financial increase. I am. I thought you were talking about a door to, to marriage reconciliation. I am. I thought you were talking about a door to, I am. John 10, 9. I am the door. Jesus is the door. So here's your pro tip. Listen, we need to be a people who stop always being hyper-focused. Where's the new door? Where's the new door? Where's the new door? Where's the new door? I submit to you today that if you focus on Jesus, who is the door, <laughs> come on now. If you focus on Jesus, who is the door, he will show you where the door is. You don't have to frantically seek the new door. He'll show you the door. He'll order your steps to the door. And the enemy is not able to keep it shut. When God ordains the new door for you and orders your steps to the threshold, Yes, there's a war to enter the door. Many times there's a war, there's a battle, there's resistance. Even there's, there's, there's fleshly resistance, carnal resistance within yourself, laziness, whatever. But nothing can stop God's will for you except you. Jesus said, I know your works. Guess what? He knows what you do good. He knows what you do bad. Guess what? He still has a door for you. He's preparing you to go through the door. He's preparing you for that promotion. He's preparing you for that increase. He's preparing you for that new mantle. He's preparing you even now while you wait. 
I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no man is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and not denied my name. Now there's a key. You might not feel like you've got the power to go through that new door, that new season, that promotion, that mantle. You might not feel like you've got the strength to do it, the anointing to do it. You might not feel ready for it. But when God says you're ready, you're ready. I said, when God says you're ready, you're ready. But what are some keys? What do you do while you're waiting? While you're waiting on God to order your steps to the door. Number one, you're looking at Jesus. He's the door. Yes. Number two, you keep his word. It says, I know that you have little power, so you're not looking at your own strength. So let's, let's make that number two. Number one, you're looking at Jesus. He's the door. Number two, you're not looking at what you can do in your own strength. Because the enemy will talk you right out of the blessing of God when you're looking at your own strength because you have little power. You and your own self without God, nah. You can't match the devil without the power of God. Number two, don't look at your own strength. Number three, you've kept my word. Come on. You're renewing your mind to the word of God. You're walking in the word. You're not perfect at it. But when you miss, you repent. When you sin, you repent. That's part of keeping his word. Because the Bible says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So let's let's, let's, let's just review. Number one, you look at Jesus. He is the door. Number two, you don't look at your own strength. You've got little power. He's got all power. Number three, you've kept his word. And number four, you've not denied his name. Come on now. That means when you're at work, I'm not telling you you need to cram Jesus down people's throat, get yourself fired. But I'm saying you're no, you don't deny your faith. You don't hide your faith. You don't have to force it on people. Jesus never did. But you don't hide your faith. You don't pretend like you're not a Christian. You don't put your cross necklace under your shirt when you enter into the workplace. You be who you are. You be who God called you to be. You don't not pray before meals because your family's not saved. <laughs> you don't try to hide your Bible because somebody might not like it. Who cares who doesn't like it? God likes it. You've not denied my name. So, Father, would you help us today to get this straight, to get it right, to be a people who wait on you to prepare us for the new door? Because I decree new doors are opening. I know they are. I can sense it. I can feel it. And the open door, the question is, how long will the door have to sit open before you're ready to go through it? It's not, beloved, it's not a matter of there not being open doors for you. I promise you, God is the God who opens doors. It's not a matter of the door not being open. It's how ready are you? What does God have to put in you or get out of you? In what ways or areas of your life do you need to cooperate more with the grace of God? Do you need to learn how to fight? Because there is a war to enter the door. Do you need to stop compromising in certain areas of your life to appease unbelievers so that you can fit in? What is it that you need to change? Because God will increase you from glory to glory, faith to faith, strength to strength. That's his will. That's how he works. The king of his kingdom and his government, there shall be no end. The increase of his government, there shall be no end. God's kingdom, his government's always increasing. It's just a matter of whether it's increasing in your life. Because if his government, if his governing, if his righteousness, if, if you start doing things his way, if you increase your, it's not about works. Let me just say, it's not about works, but if you cr increase your devotion to him, if you set aside idols, if you put aside childish things for him, 
It's not about works. This is done willingly. It's done out of passion for Jesus. If you do that, he'll increase you. He wants you to increase. He's got open doors for you. He wants you to walk through them, but he doesn't want you to go until you're ready. He doesn't want you to walk through those doors until you're ready because there is a war to enter the door. Then there's a war on the other side of the door. New level, the new devil. Paul said, a wide door of effective work has opened to me and with it many adversaries. I'm pray teaching you today. I'm exhorting you today. I guess I'm just full of the word today and I want to see you succeed so badly. I want to see you go through these open doors so badly. It's not a matter of praying for an open door. It's a matter of knocking on it. But you've got to find it before you can knock on it. You've got to seek God. Ask him where the door is. Ask him to order your steps. Instead of seeking the, 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 the door of opportunity, seek the door called Jesus. And he'll make all things plain. I promise you he will. Doesn't always happen as fast as we like it to. You know, I wanted to have a publisher. I wanted to see my books in bookstores, you know, 22 years ago. And I couldn't get any local bookstore to even let me give them a book to put on their shelf. <laughs> I couldn't get a book deal. Nobody wanted to publish my books. And it frustrated me. I didn't understand it because I knew I had a call to write. I knew I had a had a, a talent and a gift. Nobody wanted to have anything to do with me. And then one day God said, okay, now you're ready. Now you're ready. Now I can trust you. Now I can put you before great people. Now I can get you a publisher deal. Now I can give you favor with the industry. Now you can become a number one best-selling author. Now is the time. Your right now faith might not manifest the, uh, the immediate blessing, but it causes you to hold on to the blessing. In other words, it causes you to hold on to the promise. The right now faith is what keeps you going while you wait. The Bible says by faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. And that's not just the scripture, it's the prophetic promises as well. Do you believe that today? Come on, somebody get happy. Listen, I know it's no fun waiting. I didn't like waiting. But if you can have a good attitude in the waiting, I believe your wait time will be shorter. Come on, do you believe that today? Somebody say amen, put a smile on your face, be happy. God loves you. He's for you. He's not against you. He sees your shortcomings, your weaknesses, all your mistakes, and he loves you anyway. He loves you just the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. He's changing you into the image of Christ. Amen. Would you share this with somebody today? I want to hang out. want to talk to you a little bit. I want to spend the next 30 seconds just telling you how you can sow into our missions arm to help us spread the word, not just uh, of this broadcast, but also to help uh, rescue sex trafficking victims off, off the, the street, uh, to help the, see the drug addicts delivered, uh, to help build water wells in Africa and feed hungry children all over the world, to minister in prisons, and so much more. Consider sowing a seed today to Operation Liberation. That's our missions arm, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. I'll spend 15 seconds telling you other ways you can sow. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me. You know, Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Think about that. Think about that. I believe one of the reasons why I'm a prosperous person is God taught me early on to give and he would take care of all my needs. You can use that Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. The text to give is PO Box 
I'm sorry, the text to give is text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Can also use that PO box, PO box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. All the wire instructions, if you're international, and the ways to give online are there for you at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Father, I pray a blessing over this seed. I thank you, Lord, for all the ways it's going to help people all over the world and, and the eternal rewards that we have when we sow into your kingdom. Multiply it back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you're in South Florida, please come to Awakening House of Prayer on Fridays and Mondays for prayer. I'm there almost all the time, uh, for, unless I'm traveling or have had some previous commitment, but I'm committed to the House of Prayer, to building the House of Prayer. If you're in South Florida, Fire on the Altar Fridays, Sharpshooters Mondays, we have live worship. I'm there praying, and uh, we'd love to help have you part, build, uh, help us build the House of Prayer. Amen. On Sunday at on uh, at AHOP, I'm going to be teaching about the one habit that will change everything. If you're in South Florida, come on by. If you're not, please uh, go ahead and uh, uh, re uh, register to watch online free at ahop.online. Go ahead and register to watch free at ahop.online. Amen. Uh, today's broadcast is brought to you by the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. You can check that out. You'll grow in your prophetic gift. I'm in there. Everything that's approved, I'm approving it. I'm very hands-on with it. We have Q&A Wednesdays. We have prophetic exercises at least once a week. I call them prophetic drills. Uh, we have the opportunity for you to get feedback on what the Lord is saying to you. Is it accurate? Is it not? Is it partially accurate? And that could be scary for some of you, but you don't grow without feedback. And many people, they don't have any opportunity to be around a company of prophets and prophetic people who can help them and say, yeah, that's good. But the way you said it was a little off or, you know, get some feedback, dream interpretation and all that. Check that out at ignitenow.org. Look at all these people from Ignite. Julia Shaw says, it's helping me. Deidre said, it's helping me. Nancy said, it's helping me. Emily Funk, God bless you. Patrice, Tian, Lloyd, Ray Williams, you're newer to the network. You're getting a lot out of it. Mick, Nikki, my hand is there. Amen. Ignitenow.org. When you join Ignite, you also get a 15% discount on the schoolofthespirit.tv, schoolofthespirit.tv. So you can take advantage of that. And if you're an avid taker of the classes, essentially, that's a, a huge discount for you on an ongoing basis. So check that out, ignitenow.org. I'm very involved in it. Uh, so if you're wanting to interact with me in the prophetic realm, that's where you're going to do it, ignitenow.org. Look at all those testimonies. They say it's so helpful. I'm so glad. And we are doing more this year. You'll see new stuff. You'll see new stuff. You'll see new stuff. We've had a lot of new stuff lately. You'll see new stuff. You'll get out of it what you put into it. Some people just like to take the time and just watch. They don't say much. That's okay. Um, it's not about whether or not you say anything. You can still learn by observing. And some of you might just want to support the network, even if you don't want to be in it, because we're trying to raise up a pure prophetic people 
There's so much goofy stuff out there on the internet, all these free Facebook groups and stuff. And my goodness, it's a mess and it's uh, propagating error and falseness. And you don't want to listen. You don't want to be on the wrong side of God on this. Everybody has the opportunity to make a mistake, but you don't want to be connected with a company of people uh, that are in error and false prophets because you got to stand before the Lord and he's going to love you. But he's going to say, what were you thinking? Amen. You can hurt people with prophecy. So go over there to. Ignitenow.org. I was reading Susan's messages. I want to help or build a house of prayer. But I am in New York City. You're in New York City. Well, connect with us. Start a prayer hub, Susan. Build a relationship with us. Maybe we can start a house of prayer in New York City. We had one, but it was blown up by uh, an unfortunate incident. No, no false prophets, no Jezebels. Check that out, ignitenow.org. Amen. Ignitenow.org. If you want to learn more about Awakening Prayer Hubs, we are having an Awakening Prayer Hubs interest meeting. It's coming up. You can find that at jenniferleclair.org slash events. If you want to be learn more, what is Awakening Prayer Hubs? What's the vision? You want to hear me cast it? You have questions. You're not sure if it's for you. You know, many people hesitate in joining Awakening Prayer Hubs because they feel like they're not qualified. Um, and maybe some of you aren't qualified. Maybe you're not. Um, God qualifies you. We equip you. Maybe God's saying, maybe not. Maybe maybe God is not telling you uh, to do that. But we have a company of intercessors, about 300 of them. And 41 nations uh, who are supporting each other. Matter of fact, one of our, uh, our girls from Brazil, one of our hub leaders said, you know, I'm just so discouraged. I, I, you know, I feel like giving up. And I said, well, I said, you know, is there anything I can do to help? Are you really feel the Lord's telling you to give up? And she emailed the next day and said, you know, I don't feel like the Lord's saying that. I feel like the Lord's saying to persevere, but, you know, I feel like there's so much going on in, in, in Brazil. I just need some support. And so we put up a post in the Awakening Prayer Hubs uh, group yesterday, and people now are going to stand with her and pray with her. You know, Awakening Prayer Hub leaders, you don't have to pray alone. You can support each other in your hubs. You know, you need to pray for your cities. You don't just need to sit there and pray for each other, obviously, but you know that. You can you can join together. You can join each other's hubs and support each other. So if you're an awakening prayer hub leader uh, that's out there right now and you're like, well, I'm I'm alone, I'm gonna quit. Well, you know, don't don't jump to if God told you to do it, just ask for some support, right? If God's telling you to quit, by all means, definitely quit. We love you. Um, you know, follow the Lord. My God, please follow the Lord. But, you know, we will stand with you. We will find other prayer leaders to pray with you. Uh, maybe not every day, but, you know, you, you, the, the qualification is you got to pray at least once a month uh, for one hour. We will make it happen. We've got 300 prayer leaders. We will make it happen, right? We will we will find a way to support you. So you guys can join each other's prayer hub uh, meetings. That's all right. That's good. And you might have to pray alone sometimes, you know, but it is what it is. But I know what it's like to pray alone because when I started Awakening House of Prayer, I was all by myself for a year, all by myself every Saturday at four o'clock for a year, all by myself. And I told the Lord, if I have to stand here and pray by myself the rest of my life, that's what I'll do. And he was just testing me to see if I was really going to do it. Amen. So you can go uh, get on this interest call at jenniferleclair.org slash events. I'll be on that. If you're an existing prayer hub leader, please don't join the call because there'll be too many people that are uh, trying to come in and ask questions. We can't fit everybody. Um, yeah, it's okay to pray alone, but you don't have to. If you're discouraged, reach out to us. We're, we're, listen, that's why we have a family of intercessors, right? 
so that we can uh, stand together. You know, I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Awakeningprayerhubs.com, if you're wondering, uh, uh, um, you know, what that is. Awakening Prayer is a global prayer movement. We're in 41 nations. You see the prayer hub leaders putting up their email addresses up here and uh, join in with them. If you want to see what it's like, they're not all the same. Everyone has different styles and every city has different needs, Uh, but you can join an existing hub. You don't have to launch your own. You just join with one that's existing, right? There's one in your city. You're like, well, I don't really feel like I want to lead one. I can't commit to that at this time of my life, but I want to join one. You can do that. You can also sponsor a hub. You could sponsor a hub. There's, people in third world nations right now waiting for sponsors uh, so that they can get their hub off the ground. You want to sponsor a hub, that'd be a great way to sow into the prayer movement. So go over there to awakeningprayerhubs.com and check that out. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. I love you. I will see you on tomorrow. Have a great day.